What is up, everybody? It is Zach from App Premier Soccer Investing coming at you with yet another Slap Socks FC YouTube video. Let's get into it. Another big week in managerial movement in uh, European football. Carlo Ancelotti has left Everton after about one and a half years there and is going back to Real Madrid where he won the Champions League seven, six, seven years ago. And this has some uh, pretty big implications on players that Real Madrid had left out in the cold previously under Zidane. Based on comments, it seems like guys like Gareth Bale, Eden Hazard, Lucas Hernandez will be brought back into the forefront of the team and become the main players for Madrid next year. As they don't, according to Fiorentino Perez, the Madrid president, don't have too much money to spend on an overhaul of the squad for next season. So that'll be interesting to track uh, what that does to their careers and what that does to their car value, specifically for like Eden Hazard and Gareth Bale. Also, it has got, become increasingly likely that Leo Messi now will be staying at Barcelona. Uh, he's happy with the new signings they've made, bringing in one of his best friends, Aguero, looking like Vinaldum is coming in if uh, PSG don't hijack the deal. Eric Garcia, he's happy with the new president, and it seems like he's going to be there for at least the next two years. And then third... The Nations League, which is the big competition for the U.S. in this summer where the best guys are playing, Pulisic, McKenney, Brooks, all those guys. The U.S. won their semifinal 1-0 against Honduras on Friday as they look and they will be facing off against Mexico in the final of that tournament. And that'll be a big game. And if someone like Pulisic scores a brace or something, we should see some movement on his card. So that will be an interesting one to monitor to and see what happens to the U.S. players' card values should they win the Nations League. Um, now let's get into what this episode is really going to be, mailbag. Thank you all for uh, submitting your questions. I'm sorry I wasn't able to get to all of them. There were so many, but there are some very good questions in here, so let's get started. What are your thoughts on Alexander Isaac from Sweden as a potential Europlay? So this is an interesting question. I think I like him. He's a very good player. And he, with Zlatan being out of the Euros for Sweden, he should be the focal point of their attack. The problem with him is he's not a super well-known name. And it's not really like Sweden has the potential to win the Euros. So how much movement, even if he scores a couple goals and they, like let's say, make the knockout rounds, but they get eliminated in the first one, how much movement does that do to his cards? I think like for him to really see movement in his prices, he would have to have some huge headline grabbing performance, like a hat trick or something against a big team. And then you could see the movement, but just otherwise due to the amount of stars that will be playing and it's relative uh, anonymity, uh, I just don't foresee much movement for his card. So I do think he's a good player and one that the hobby as a whole is sleeping on. It's just people don't know him very well yet. 
Which prospect is the best investment out of 2020-21 top scrum UCO? I mean, just whichever your favorite rookie is. Like, I think Graven Birch will – the checklist isn't out yet, but I think Graven Birch will be in there. I like Bellingham. I like Makoku. I like Camavinga. Just guys like that. I think Curtis Jones isn't a bad one to uh, look out for either. It's just whoever you think the best prospect is. And it depends on your preference. Are you looking for a center? Jamal Musiala, I really, really like. And he wasn't in top scrum Bundesliga, actually. So this will be, if he's in this set, will be his main top scrum rookie card. So actually, I'm going to go with Jamal Musiala because of that. Because he was he doesn't have a Bundesliga card. What is going on with BGS? I mean, I'm surprised this ha didn't happen sooner with the huge, huge time delays they were already doing. But... They have some suspended uh, all trading card submissions starting from June 7th, other than their like premium level, $250 per card with subgrades or $150 without. Um, because their backlog is absolutely massive and they've been growing and hiring at a much slower pace than PSA. So they have done an even worse job uh, handling the huge load of submissions that have come in over the past year, year and a half or so. And it's been reflect, reflected in the turnaround time. So this was a move they needed to make. But yet again, it just BGS, their prices on the secondary market are falling. Their communication isn't great. They didn't even have this posted on their Instagram. Like, I, just the company itself, I believe, is pretty poorly run. But yeah, just they are struggling with the amount of cards they've been getting at the moment. Buys for next year's Champions League. I would say this. I don't want to tell you specific players. What I would say is buy who you think will score goals, A, or B, be a leader of a team that makes a deep run. So someone like a Phil Foden, an Erling Holland, Messi, Mbappe, those are pretty good buys to make for the Champions League. Guys like that who are the focal points of their teams is what I would say when you're buying, prepping for stuff like that. So many folk, people focused on England. What other young players are you speculating on? Assuming this is for the Euros, and I wanted to give one a little bit of a lesser known and the one of an obvious one. So Ryan Gravenberch, attacking midfielder for Ajax, had a fantastic season, and now he looks to play a similar role for the Netherlands this summer. And they have some attacking talent on that team. They have him, the pie, they have the licked in the back. They're they're they have a decent squad and they have the potential to maybe make a run at things. And I think if that happens, Gravin Birch is going to be playing up to his full potential. And we're going to see some movement on his prices because he is someone that the, the soccer hobby likes to speculate on, but he's still not super well known yet outside of like the main soccer card people. But if he can have a big summer propel himself into the main room you could see a lot of movement on like his tops museum card i think he's an obsidian his top scrum champions league when that comes out and of course killing mbappe france are the favorites to win the euros and mbappe prices have dipped since he was knocked out of the champions league and just he is a star the whole world knows him the world loves him the card hobby as a whole 
everyone, even the ones that don't know anything about soccer, they still know Mbappe and they still have probably bought his cards in the past. And I think all those people are going to come flooding back and they're going to go back to the familiar names and then a few breakout names. But the main familiar name for them will be Mbappe. So I think we're going to see a lot of movement on his cards this summer. So I'd say Mbappe is a great one to be buying right now. Messi Ronaldo prison matchup cards thoughts. Well, I may be biased because I do own this this card, the red, numbered out of 149, um, BGS95. I'm super long on this card. I, I think it's an iconic card, one of the most iconic cards in the soccer card hobby because it's first year of prism, the two goats on the card. I like like the concentrated game faces they have on. And then like this too, why I really love the version I have. You have the red color match with the Ronaldo. And just it's relatively low number two. But, yeah, I think any version of this card can't go wrong in the long term. Like, And just even buying this up for uh, the upcoming World Cup, which will be their last World Cup, I think this is a card that like will really see some movement during that time. But, yeah, super long on this card. I think it's an iconic card and great one to own for the next decade, one year, two years, however long. Which company grade stickers the best in regards to accuracy and appropriate final grade? I mean, just for grading in general, the most trusted company is PSA. So I would say that. But like, if you like the look of the SGC slab and you want to grade with SGC for stickers, they do a pretty good job of that too. I mean, it's just it's based on preference. But if you're looking for easiest ability to sell and most market value, PSA is the way to go. Thoughts on the Mosaic Euroline coming out? Uh, price estimate. So it's right now listed on Blowout. It comes out July 28th. That's release date right now. It's right now listed on Blowout for $600, which sounds about right considering like the Mosaic La Liga and Serie A, I think released for like $450. And this should be going for more than that. However, I mean, I... I'm not a huge fan of the box because the select Euro set didn't do very well. And select is a bigger brand than Mosaic. So I don't know how much potential the Mosaic set will have if select struggle to uh, really sell and really have good secondary values. So, but yeah, it, it should be a fun product to rip and stuff, but I, I think there's better places to put your money. Like, Top Scrum Champions League. Will Portugal make a run in the Euro? And if they do, what happens to their players' car prices? I mean, they definitely have the quality in the squad to make a run. The Premier League Player of the Year and Ruben Diaz. Uh, Harry Kane should have won that, but it's okay. That award really should be called the best uh, player on the best team, not the Player of the Year award. Um, Ruben Diaz, Jao Cancelo, who also is in the team of the season, you have like Bernardo Silva, a lot of uh, Man City players, actually. And obviously, Cristiano Ronaldo, Jao Felix, Diego Jota. They really have a squad. And if they make a run, the players who propel them on that run, their card prices will go up. So I would say there's definitely a good chance of that happening. Opinions on the 2020-21 Chronicles set. So Chronicles is a, is a really cool product. You get uh, cards. It's normally full of rookies. You get cards from a bunch of different Panini products, you get contenders, so much stuff. I think there's like even like some like national treasure stuff sprinkled in this year. I could be wrong on that. Um, 
super fun one to rip. I just, yeah, that's a really fun product. It, and like, you can't go wrong ripping that, ripping that. You always generally will get some nice hits out of Chronicles and the good stuff will sell. People like, like the contenders, rookie tickets, rookie ticket autos, that kind of stuff. And that stuff will sell. So I like it. I like Chronicles. Who's the player no one is talking about ahead of the years in terms of investment? This boggles my mind how he hasn't been more talked about considering everyone's so high on England and Harry Kane is the captain of England and he's going to be the one scoring the goals and getting the assist because he's that type of player. And again, he's the captain of England and they're poised to make a deep run. I just, I don't understand why Harry Kane hasn't seen more, uh, uh, noise, hobby love, yeah, cons- just considering how high people are in England. But yeah, Harry Kane, my opinion, the best striker in the world. And people still aren't talking about him, and he's going to lead England this summer. So, And he also has a possible transfer to a club like Man City, too. I just think you can't go wrong buying Harry Kane cards right now. So yeah, Harry Kane. Do you think the 2004 Messi Panini Sports uh, number 35 PSA 10 will ever reach $100,000? Yes. Long term, there's, I think, like 100 PSA 10s of these. They're really, there's really not many. It's probably, people say it's like his second or third best rookie card. I just, supply and demand in the long run will play out on this card, considering there's, Less PSA 10s of all the Messi rookies combined, I think, than there are of the Jordan rookies. And those are dip. They had a huge dip to like $350,000, $400,000, but they've hit highs of $730,000. There's no reason why this card shouldn't be $100,000 down the road. Where do you think Gio Reyna's uh, ceiling is? And should he stay at Dorman? So Reyna has the potential. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but he has the potential to become a world-class type player. But a lot of things obviously need to go right for that to happen. It's not easy to get to that level, but he's shown flashes of brilliance. He just needs to become more consistent over the course of a season and really put in his best performances week in and week out for that to happen. Um, Should he stay at Dorman? Yes, at least for one more year. There really isn't a better club to be at when you're a up-and-coming young player than Dortmund, and he should become more of a focal point of the team if Jadon Sancho leaves leaves the summer, which is like which is uh, very possible. He'll still probably have Holland as his teammate for at least one more year. That that will help him out a lot too. So should he stay at Dortmund? Yes, for one more year, and he has the potential to be world class. Is now the right time to invest in uh, U.S. men's national team players? I would say wait about a month because right now we have the nation's league stuff. And if the U S wins that, that could send prices up for a, a while. But like when we're like deep into the euros this summer, no one's going to be thinking about the U S men's national team. And then I think that's going to be the time to buy. But I would say the, later this summer, invest in U S men's national team players and then hold until the world cup. And I think you will do very well with that strategy. Assuming the U S makes it, which with the squad we have now, it should it, it's going to happen. But yeah, wait, buy later this summer, hold until the World Cup, and I think you can't go wrong with that strategy. 
new in cards, what's the best way to get started? So I'm just going to share what I did when I entered into cards last June, last end of June, early July. So my whole life, I've always been a huge sports fan. I've known I follow all the sports religiously, soccer, basketball, football, all that. So my knowledge of the players and all that was there. I just needed to learn the cards. So what I did, I just went and started following all these card accounts on Instagram. I started watching like Slabstock's uh, YouTube videos. They have this great uh, uh, YouTube series called uh, Slabstock's 101. And it's just like a 101 like intro course to all things sports cards and sports card investing. I think that's a great place to start. And then from there, just research, research, research. Always be like looking at stuff on eBay, looking at comps, um, watching games, talking to people, reaching out to people, DMing people, asking questions. And yeah, just interact and become a part of the hobby. And you're going to learn like through absorption like that. That's That's a huge way of how I did it. So yeah, just reach out to people watch content, just research and have fun with it. Cause in the end, this is a hobby. We're supposed to all be having fun. Even if it is also like an investing side hustle type of thing. Yeah. When's my guy had Christian Pulisic getting his ring. I mean, they should do, they should have rings for like that kind of stuff. I, I get it's an American thing, but how cool would it like a UCL final champions league, uh, ring be i think the rings are one of the best traditions in sports getting that championship ring but yeah they don't they don't do that in europe he's got the medal though and the trophies but yeah <laughs> let's talk u.s soccer most underrated hobby players in your opinion so this is one no everyone is sleeping on no one talks about for a couple reasons a he's still in the mos and b he plays for sporting kansas city so obviously not a big market but Gianluca Busio, attacking a center midfielder. I believe he's 18 years old now. Or he, yeah, he just turned 18, or he would have already been in Europe. But they had to wait till he turned 18 because of work permit issues. But multiple, as you can see, multiple Serie A teams have uh, put in bids for Busio, and he's on the radar of the U.S. men's national team. If he goes, he, I think he's the next American to really go to Europe and make a mark as a player. And if he does that, he's going to be playing a part for the U.S. and the World Cup uh, next year in 2022. So I think he's one people are extremely uh, – no one really knows about him. He's still very he's still very quiet, but I think that will change over the course of the next 12 to 18 months. So, yeah, John Luca Busio I think is a great one that people are sleeping on and is very underrated. I see lots of uh, vintage soccer cards graded with SGC. Good move, bad move in the long run. So SGC – has historically done a pretty good job with vintage and have had pretty decent uh, values in the secondary market. And people like the look of the SGC slab, uh, especially on like vintage cards and soccer cards and stickers. I mean, in the end, it is personal preference. I would still go with PSA. I'm not a fan of the SGC label. I think the, the cases are a bit cheap. And I still think PSA is the best place for storing value in your cards and stickers too. I honestly, SGC is becoming a little bit more of an attractive option day by day as BGS falters and they've been turning around cards pretty fast and stuff. But yeah, I would still say PSA. What are your thoughts on Topps Chrome Champions League Stadium Club? So Stadium Club is 
new coming to soccer, but it's been in baseball for a long time. I think they used to have a football one when Tops had the football license. And basically what Stadium Club is, is the best photography on the cards. That's what makes those cards unique. And so I think this will be a fun one really to collect. And I think there will be some cards in there with iconic photos that will really do well. Um, Value-wise, but I think this is a great like collecting set because there's going to be some spectacular-looking cards coming out of this product. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I'll probably be buying some uh, Stadium Club because I just want to have the cool photos uh, in my collection. But, yeah, it's a great product, I would say. Do you think the market will be re reactive to how players play during the Euros? So I want to say yes to this, but I, I kind of hesitate a little bit because we've seen with like the NBA playoffs, like big performances still haven't been moving card prices that much. I mean, it's had some bumps, but it's not as much as you would expect. So I think what has to happen is you have to have big performances coupled with winning some games too. And then that's what's going to move markets. So like if Foden is, you know, scores a hat trick in a, a knockout round game and England advances to the semifinals off it, that's going to move his prices more than like him scoring a couple goals in the group stage or something like that. Or like um, Germany, you have Timo Kai Havertz scoring a brace, but Germany doesn't make it like scores a brace each game in the group stage, but Germany doesn't make it out. I don't think that will have a huge effect on his prices. That's a bad example, but like, I think the performance has to be coupled with winning to really see the movement that we're looking for. Uh, last question of the mailbag bag. Uh, what will help card values more a big Euro or a big transfer? I want to say a big Euro, but it has to be like a huge year, but like a big transfer. People love to speculate on something like that. So if like, Sancho gets a transfer to United. I think his cards will see a huge jump because people will be like, oh my God, he's at United. They're going to go win the league. We got to buy his cards now. And it's going to him, Pogba, Fernandez. Sancho's going to score 25 goals and have 15 assists. We have to buy now. That'll have a huge price jump. And like big performances move it a lot. But then, like, once they happen, they happen. People aren't speculating as much on that. And this is a hobby that has been fueled by speculation. But I think we'll both will have a huge effect on uh, card prices. So I think a big Euro, if you like win the Euro, like something like that will have a bigger effect than a big transfer. But a big transfer will definitely have a very significant effect. Um, that's going to be it for this week. Uh, thank you guys for watching. As always, like, comment, subscribe. Uh, DM me if you have any questions. Uh, at Premier Soccer Investing, thanks for watching and peace.